0: Willow Creek Springs presents Healthy Living with your host, Joe Grumbine. Willow Creek Springs presents Healthy Living with your host, Joe Grumbine. Okay, and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. I am your host, Joe Grumbine, and this show is brought to you by Willow Creek Springs. I've got a very special guest with me today, and uh, uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about, but uh, this is my Aunt Nancy Smith. And... uh, well, I don't really talk about myself much in these podcast episodes, at least not yet, but I come from a big family, and uh, my dad was the oldest of 12 children, and Nancy here was the next in line, and uh, my dad passed away six or seven years ago, and uh, Nancy and I have have been very close along the way, and uh, I used to around with her daughters when you know we were just kids and we used to go hunting out at their place or from their place and anyways we 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 shared a lot of life experience um but nancy is got some expertise with regards to healthy living in a lot of ways but one in particular um, and i want to talk about this today a little bit but mostly we're just going to get to know nancy is you know we talk about healthy living mind body and spirit we talk about the body a lot because that's that thing that we feel and that's that thing that you know gives us grief and pain and and a cough or a headache or all that stuff and so we oftentimes are focusing on you know creating a healthy body if we can but the mind and the spirit i believe are really powerful as well and i think they're just you know it's a three-legged stool any one of those um, has a problem and I think that the whole being gets a problem and Nancy's got some experience and training with regards to the mind and spirit Nancy why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit
1: okay um I'm 77 years old and um, have been a licensed marriage and family therapist for oh probably about 25 years and I raised five children, and then I went to school when they were in school, and I had a lot of learning disabilities to get through. So I believe that anybody can achieve anything if they're determined enough and want something bad enough, because that was my case. And um, so uh, lots of years lots of lots of people, and it's been a blessed life i I can't um say how blessed I've been to have lived this many years and enjoyed uh, like I said, my family is twelve children, so by the time we ever got together at any family get togethers, you were looking at about a hundred people. Um, uh, children in-laws outlaws and and um, so they were wonderful wonderful memories always coming epic from a big family never never a dull moment <laughs> and never nothing to do always always many things to do that filled your day and your heart many memories
0: so I think that um... You know this this wealth of experience that you have. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. We all have a lifetime full of experience, whatever that means, right? Right. But some people uh, spend a lot of time doing a limited amount of things, and some people spend a limited amount of time doing a lot of things. And you did a little bit of it all. And you know, coming from a big family, I you know, I I came from. A big family as well and uh, you know a lot of our family is the same and um, you know just growing up with five brothers and sisters myself and uh, um, being I was you know this weird bridge between the generations so mm-hmm. being the oldest grandkid and part of this gigantic family that you know as you're talking about we had these Christmas parties and Easter parties and you know family reunions and camp out trips and you know it was it was just epic but the thing I think that's important is as we're talking about healthy living mind body and spirit I think the community and relationships and um, all of the elements of that I think are tied to everything you know every lesson in life can come out of a relationship, a single relationship, much less a lot of them, right?
1: Yes. Well, man is born for relationship. That's the whole thing of who we are as human beings, as persons, is that we're created to love and to be loved. So it's our seeking of the people we're with, it's having our experiences that gives us joy in life and meaningfulness in life and what we can help others with or um, experience all those things give us joy um, I'm a Christian therapist and I believe a lot of the truths of in the Bible one of them says it's in giving that you receive so you take these principles and you go yes am I? happier when i'm giving than when i'm receiving something yes gives me great joy to give whether i'm in counseling or helping my own family or whatever i'm doing i mean i have been given a great gift of energy usually <laughs> from um getting up at 6 or 7 in the morning and sometimes not going to bed till 1 or 2 at night so i've had an abundance of Um, ability to experience a lot of different aspects of life, such as gardening. So I'm into the health thing, trying to live organically and, and through healthy living of not the pesticides and things that can destroy. I had a experience of mercury poisoning when I was maybe about 30 years ago, where my teeth were leaking, I became very ill. And then um, realized um, through a dental, through a health fair that I had mercury poisoning. I had to um, sleep sitting up and I couldn't figure out what was going on, but I had just had dental work. And so I found out through my friend that I had mercury poisoning that was off the charts spent 12 hours in a dentist chair in apple valley i think or Blythe, having all my silver amalgams removed and replaced and feeling better than i had just after all that than i had in many years and so that was um one of my first major things of and and mercury is stored in the fat cells so You know, we don't realize all the poisons that we take into our body get somehow stored. And and this is one of the reasons why I'm understanding you don't go on a crash diet, because once you go on a crash diet, all the stuff in the fat cells get dumped into the bloodstream and and you can become very ill.
0: It's funny. People talk about, you know, detoxing and the the reality of of true detoxing is it, it can be deadly. I mean you know like you say we your body's really good at preserving itself so when something poisonous gets in either your body will get rid of it quick as it can or it'll encapsulate it and and keep it from getting to the rest of you Store. and it yeah, stores it away where it, it, it chelates it and makes it to where it's not reactive but but then you go and release it and all of a sudden there it is bouncing around doing its damage and and people have gotten, you know, really, really sick from, like you say, crash diets, people going on, on these, you know, hardcore, you know, juice fasts and things like that, that you know, in the right way, in the right with the right forethought and, and practice, it can be healthy, but you just while willy-nilly just going at it and saying, you know, I'm just going to make this thing happen and don't think it out you can you can do a number on yourself
1: yes and i recall after my dental work being done my doctor being concerned about the mercury in the fat cells and he i ended up finding a, a detox method that was down in del mar so i went there with my friend and i started on this detox of the fat cells and I would drive down there I'd be perfectly fine feeling good and I'd go do my treatment and all that stuff got dumped into my system and I couldn't even raise my arm or drive wow. home so it is true we have to pay attention to our bodies what's happening with us each one of us is very individual each one of us has to see who and what we are and realize our weaknesses i was a person who could not detox well but some people can detox well and what goes in goes out and they're fine
0: so. right right yeah if you, you and we talk a lot on this podcast we we the the subject of the individual chemistry and the individual biology of every single person being unique comes up a lot and this is another example of that where just as some people react to different supplements or or stimuli um, detox is no different like you said some people are programmed for it you know it's just like cookie cutter do your detox get cleared out and you're reset and off to go other people it just goes horribly wrong and they get violently sick and maybe even irreparably sick you know can yeah. can you know cause real damage
1: Yes. So detox in abundance is not always good.
0: (laughs) Now, one thing that you, uh, you know, we're we're just going to touch on some things. My hope is that we'll be able to discuss some of these in great depth as as their own topic. But, you know, years ago, so Nancy and I've been working together on nonprofit work for more than 15 years, almost 20 years, really, with the Amazon project. And and then the original gardens of hope. And and that was, that was 15 years ago. And so when we were originally working on the gardens of hope program, uh, we were, we were creating um, tools for therapy using gardening. And, and um, at one point you had talked about electrical medicine and I didn't know really, I didn't know at all what that was. And, and you, I was thinking like, you know, like uh get hooked up to electricity and getting zapped a little bit I was like all right I don't know I know they do that in the psych <laughs> words but I, I I I you know but still I'm always open-minded and then it turns out that this whole electrical medicine there's more than one thing there's the biorhythm and that the biofeedback stuff which is about measuring electrical impulses that are coming from you but then there's also the rife machine mm-hmm. and others, other other, frequency type um, balancing
1: frequencies in the body and i would challenge anybody to go look up royal rife he's around the turn of the 19th the century 1900s he actually has uh, you can see the information with which he had cured cancer and then it all got buried through uh the Food and Drug Administration not wanting the technology to get out. And it's quite a story.
0: And it locked him up for a while.
1: Well, he died. Um, um, I don't I don't recall whether he died or not, but just look up his name, Royal Rife, and then read about his history about his background It's so interesting and this then that gives you the idea of what electrical medicine is all about and that's what healed me through the mercury toxicity was and i was one of the first ones to buy one of these machines through this particular therapist that was treating me and so i was my own doctor for many years with my um medicine machine but my computer blew up and my program and things changed and so I it got stuck on the shelf for a while but then uh, in the last 15 years or so they had new things coming out so
0: I understand they have some kind of a bed now I saw it at the, the the natural foods expo or I didn't see it but somebody else did
1: okay and
0: it's uh they call it a quantum a quantum something, quantum. quantum bed, uh, quantum elect- electrical something or other. Yeah. But anyways, it seems to me, based on what I what I heard about it, uh, it's operating in somewhat the same. Yes. Sort of a.
1: And so, let me maybe explain that a little bit. So, your body is electric. Every cell that you have has electrical energy in it, where the atoms and protons and neutrons are spinning around. Now, just think of it like a piano. You can have, you can hit a chord and there's a particular sound with which it, that particular chord is supposed to resonate. So even in our guitar, what do we do? We tune, we tighten, or we loosen the string to get a particular pitch. And this is what electrical medicine basically is trying to retune the body to what it was meant to resonate different cells every cell in your body if it's a heart cell it it has a particular resonance at which like a radio frequency like that's why we can call clear across the 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 world these are frequencies they're not they're not halted by space and and people or objects and so in a sense, we have to open our mind to what is even possible. What is it that God has created the human body to do? How does it work? And every year we find more and more information on it. And it's more and more exciting. But I encourage all of you to go look up Royal Rife and see if you might be interested in that kind of technology.
0: It's, 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 it's quite interesting and then to to look and see what you know the potential of it is it's a it's an interesting device it 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 has this little glass coil thing and it 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 lights up but it, it i've used it for a couple of different ailments and you know even just a few treatments i i felt a shift and it's you know it's it's not it's not like taking a a heavy drug or something where all of a sudden, boom, it's a, it's a thing. But you feel you feel a shift, and you know I think that if you're aligning something, it makes some kind of sense. You know, if you're if you're tuning a, a frequency or a string, it it doesn't you know go blah. It just goes nee 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 until it gets to the right. Well, there are positive and
1: negative frequencies on this these systems the negative system is you don't want any of it so you're trying to eradicate mm. any negative things like you don't want any um, virus that's going to kill you so or bacteria so. so what it does is it takes the frequencies start to kill those viruses but it doesn't just one treatment and boom it's gone but it's like as you receive a treatment maybe once or twice a week for a couple of weeks it loses its strength and pretty soon it just falls off the cliff and goes dead so it's like it slowly builds up to getting rid of it and then and then it will register zero where you don't have that particular virus. So you do frequency. a reading as a, as a, a diagnostic, diagnostic, first, yes, there's a diagnostic reading first. And then you can build up things. Let's say you want to retune your heart muscle. So there's a lot of frequencies that you can put in a program and run the program and you can um, uh, just um, build up the heart, retune it like the piano thing. So it's either getting rid of stuff on the negative frequencies that you don't want, or building up the positive ones on the things that you want to retune.
0: Well, that's that's exciting and interesting. And I certainly would like to explore that more. I know the brief period of time I had the machine, it was it was interesting and useful. And of course, you know, you never get enough time to do the things you want. And I, I definitely still want to spend some more time with that. I'd like to touch on, we don't have a lot of time left for this episode, but um, I'd like to touch on, you know, your work with therapy, too. I think that, you know, marriage counseling, any kind of therapy is probably, I don't know, today it seems to become, it's it doesn't have a stigma on it the way it used to. I mean, in the old days, maybe... Uh, people were cautious to mention, you know, who oh, I'm seeing a therapist nowadays, everybody sees a therapist. It's yeah. not a...
1: And th- that's true. However, there is a natural instinct within the human spirit of I don't want people knowing all my all the things my weaknesses, we have a natural aversion to unless we're really close to a person wanting to share our weaknesses, our Achilles heels and um most people, if you look out there and you're looking at marriages and people that are married, you would say there's a hell of a lot of happy people. <laughs> but one of the most interesting things was I went to do counseling for my church and the people I had put up on pedestals and thought they had all miserable. more solid marriages came to see me as a counselor in my uh, uh, internship. So yes. yes, we, we don't know, but it's a natural instinct for us to protect ourselves from people that we think might be critical. And, uh, now I don't think the stigma is like Joe says so much. And, um, but I do think it's very important. What kind of a therapist you're looking for or, um, getting, there are probably about eight dis different basic types of therapy. You can say Freudian reality therapy, cognitive therapy, behavior therapy. So if you're going to pick a therapist, it would really help you to understand how they think they can help you. Me as a Christian therapy, I like to put, I am in what I call an eclectic, or I take a little from this, a little from that, anything that I see works. I usually use it like uncovering, looking at people's beliefs and then looking at the false beliefs they have and exploring them to be able to say, okay, uh, if you keep believing something that's not true, you're going to keep making the same mistakes. So that is a one important therapy is to look at what are the things that we actually believe that are really maybe not true?
0: <laughs> yeah that's the problem with beliefs because you can believe anything right yeah and a lot of times especially today I think we've got this world where we have information being broadcast to us with points of view and biases that are maybe not in our best interest Mm -hmm. and uh, we're told this over and over and over and over again at one point I think people I mean people convince themselves of things certainly we get convinced by absorbing the same information over and over again so
1: probably if you look at it this way we have two parts to us our emotions and then our intellect and our conscience now everybody if you ask them do you have a conscience do you know right from wrong do you do you know you believe what's right and wrong for you i don't know anybody that says no, no. so that's the part in us that i'm trying to uh reach in each person because each person has to decide for themselves what what they experience the truth the deepest meaning of right and wrong and the deepest meaning of what they should be doing what the choice they make with their free will so we have our emotional self which is where all information first comes in we have an emotional response i like that i don't like that okay then but what do we do with it that's like our you might say inner See, child the easy part. Yes. But some people stay in their inner child. I like that. I don't like that. And they make choices with their free will from that little thing. And they don't go to, is their intellect saying, no, I shouldn't do that, even though I feel like doing it. And that's where I find most people get in trouble because they can't distinguish this that everything is one big bowl of spaghetti where they, just see themselves as I am who I am. But we have to learn to separate those two parts of us so we can understand it. And the child, the what it wants to be happy, a child just wants to be happy. So it chooses things. Sometimes it's stupid. Sometimes it chooses alcohol. Sometimes it chooses all kinds of things that aren't really going to make it happy, but they believe it will. And so we have to get beyond our emotions into the other part of us and discern through the decision-making process, who makes the decision, the child or the adult in you? And so we need to start separating those two things within us and understanding the child is never supposed to be behind the wheel of the car parent is supposed to be driving the car and we need to pay attention to who's driving the car the car being our body ourself making decisions for ourselves. do we stop at this one do we turn left do we turn right always make sure the parent is making the decision for
0: you well i think that's a good bit of uh, wisdom to 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 wrap this episode up um you know nancy i i I always know we got a good show going on because all of a sudden I'm like, crap, we're out of time. But <laughs> if I let it run too long, no matter how interesting it is, people lose lose their train of thought. So we live in this TikTok world where people are good for 20 to 25 minutes, if you're lucky. And that's where I've decided to cap it off. So um, I would like to what I'd like to do at the end of every episode is give my guest an opportunity to uh, if, if you want to let people know you know if they want to reach you or if you want to be reached if what okay. your, your parting shot uh, how you want to uh, let people know.
1: Okay well, I have a mobile counseling service and um, people I can do like a signal something like a zoom mm-hmm. back and forth on a computer if people aren't near me but I come to people's homes. And my number is 951-634-4052.
0: Fantastic. Well, Nancy, it's been a pleasure. I'm hoping that you enjoyed it as well and want to come back. Sure. And uh, we have a lot to talk about. Healthy living is such a big, con- such a big topic that we could we could jump into a number of things and uh, you know go deep. So thank you so much for being here. And uh, um, folks, we'll uh, we'll see you next episode.
1: Okay, bye.